Hello there. Thank you for coming to my press conference here in the Library of Audio Fiction's Rose Garden. I hope you appreciate your surroundings. I spent a lot of effort supervising the gardeners working on it. I've called you here today to announce that I have used my little grey cells to determine which of you is the murderer. No, no, sorry. Just always wanted to do that. But it might not be entirely appropriate right now. You're actually here because I'm sure by now you've seen the report juiced by the library's management into my behaviour, which alleges that I knowingly and willfully berated and indeed physically assaulted the office photocopier. Now I'm not here to cast aspersions on the report writer's character. I'm not going to tell you that I've seen them late in the fiction office at night listening to true crime. That would probably be slanderous. For the same reasons, I'm not going to tell you that I've seen them return tapes to the archive without rewinding them, or that they once picked up one of the shows with jammy hands. That would also be slanderous, even if possibly true. I've certainly seen them eating jam sandwiches. What? No, I will not put this organ away. It's atmospheric. But that's beside the point. What really matters is that I was allegedly seen kicking the photocopier when it constantly and maliciously failed to print in colour and also when it decided to misfeed paper multiple times. Now I know some people consider this behaviour inappropriate for an office environment, but I'd never intentionally been mean to a printer. What people saw is my strong management style based on my need to get stuck in and fix the problem, and I know some people don't always respect that. I'm sorry if those people think they feel bad. And yes, I'm also aware people think that I tried to convince management to tone down the report slightly. This is, of course, ridiculous. Who hasn't, every now and then, popped into their boss's office and accidentally left behind a cup of nilgiri tea served with the very nice biscuits. And which of us, in our heart of hearts, can honestly say they've never, just on a whim, offered use of the particularly comfy desk chair to a colleague? As an aside, I would also like it noted on the record that the chair was returned with a coffee stain on the left armrest. I think it's also worth noting that other people can behave badly. For example, there's this woman who makes deals with terrible consequences, this chap who attacks the world with giant robot squid, and someone who turns your brain to jelly just by looking at them. Those are all definitely real examples, and not made up at all. But to summarise, I hope this apology is adequate and we can all move on. What? Is now really the time? Apparently I am contractually obliged, no matter what I'm doing, to share a number of trailers if someone happens to ask. And since this is a press briefing, of course one of you nosy devils decided to ask questions. Bit of a weird thing to pick to ask about, but you're the professionals. Fine then. First, Beyond the Veil. Two not friends, an RV, and a magical Canadian road trip. Tennyson and Alda had known each other about six months when Alda's mysterious fae bosses asked them to set out across the country in an old RV, solving people's magical problems. Too bad neither of them asked the important questions. Too bad their secrets might be hazardous to their health. An excerpt from Sky and Otter's Handbook to the Fae, Chapter 3, page 16. The common pixie is usually very small, very loud, and very irritating. They pose about as much of a threat to human beings as the average North American bee, but can be deadly in large swarms. Hi, I'm Tennyson, and welcome to the weirdest podcast on the internet. You don't know that. I mean, it's pretty likely. You haven't listened to every single podcast ever made. We travel all around North America solving people's strangest problems. And yes, that does include Mexico. Also, before you ask, no, we aren't using our real names. The Game, a common euphemism for fey politics, used to refer to both individual ambitions and collective machinations of entire courts. See also Playing. No, I didn't tell her. I mean, I told her I talked to you, but not what you said. Initiated. 
generic term for half-fey or sighted human individuals. Does not typically include the fey, but is occasionally used by them as a sort of slur. See also sighted and half-fey. You don't get to decide what I'm ready for. I mean, we're both pretty bad at communicating, so we might just be screwed. Don't turn around. Don't even twitch. Affiliated. Used to refer to fey and humans alike, though usually in the context of fey political structures. Generally describes a person who is under the protection of a larger group, like a court or a network of initiated. Fine. If my help makes you feel unprofessional. I'll just find it for you. Are you trying to use my guilt? Because that is low. You've been withholding the important details lately. I think your secrets might be hazardous to my health. Affiliated. Adjective. Closely associated with another, typically in a dependent or subordinate position. Synonyms. Akin. Allied. Kindred. Related. Ten. I didn't say anything. You wanted to. Is that a crime? Just drive. Then, the Martian broadcast. In 1938, a group of talented artists, known as the Mercury Theatre on the Air, led by Orson Welles, created a spectacle that changed the course of broadcast history forever by terrifying a nation with a stage alien invasion. This is the story of how the infamous War of the Worlds radio drama came to be, and how it almost never was. The year is 1938. Hitler and the Axis powers have begun their assault all across the European continent. As the United States barely resurfaces from the Great Depression, its citizens seek to escape by tuning in to the entertainments on their radio. The Mercury Theatre on the air and myself, Orson Welles, thrilled and captivated audiences with our weekly radio shows based out of our little studio in New York City. Myself and my producer John Hausman brought together a team of misfits and artists to terrify and tantalize the nation with our Halloween show. Through our combined efforts, the Mercury Theatre defied conventions by delivering the unexpecting public into the hands of a Martian invasion. This is the true story of the tireless work week that changed the face of broadcasting as we knew it. Told in six parts, the Martian broadcast explores the struggle of ego and artistry under the pressure of harsh deadlines, the Columbia Broadcasting System, and the demands of one another. This exciting radio drama is offered gratis and can be found wherever one gets their podcasts. From beyond the stars and into your ears, the Martian broadcast will surely delight you this Halloween season. So, goodbye everybody. This is Orson Welles. Wishing you happy listening. Then, the Gaia Miracles. Join Barry Orson, a journalist with Nice Guys Media, as he investigates the Gaia Miracles, more than a year after the catastrophic ending in Chicago, and the disappearance of Eliza Garvey, his friend and the first reporter to witness one of the miracles. With each interview, the established story unravels. Who is to blame? The industrial giant at the centre of the miracles, the Heidel Corporation, or the mysterious group who made them a target, Gaia Prime? They're back! An enormous scar on Mother Earth's face, overnight, disappearing, covered completely by full-grown trees. 
They truly believe it was either an act of God or it was a vengeful dire warning from Mother Earth that enough is enough and the man will be punished for abusing nature. Maybe it is God. Maybe it was a bomb. You never know with those Heidel bastardos. Why go through the trouble of quarantining an area visible from space? What are they hiding? What do they know of the instant forest miracle? The people of Boamata, they still wear black. It feels like the ghosts of our dead are still here. Nice Guys Media presents The Gaia Miracles. Hello, I'm Barry Orson. We will explore the impossible events that made global news beginning with the healing of the scar in the Amazon, to the deep freeze in the Arctic, to the diamond rush and guerrilla war in the Democratic Republic of Congo, and of course, the devastating pit on the south side of Chicago that claimed the lives of more than 300 people and the disappearances of 100 more. We will be interviewing eyewitnesses, experts in various fields, victims of the fallout, friends and family of the missing or dead. We will explore the connection between Gaia Prime, the mysterious group credited and blamed for the miracles and their aftermath, and the industrial giant, the Heidel Corporation, whose involvement, whether benevolent or sinister, is still unclear. So, whether you are a believer of science or magic or religion, whether you believe the Gaia miracles were an elaborate hoax or an act of God or man or some vague yet menacing government agency, or perpetrated by Heidel Corp itself, join me as we hunt for the truth. Our first episode premieres November 16th. Find us on Instagram at The Gaia Miracles for updates and exclusive content. And check out our website, thegaiamiracles.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to The Gaia Miracles. And finally, in Spirit Box Radio, the new host, the spiritually challenged Sam Enfield, does his best to guide you through queries about contacting the other side, advice for the magically inclined, and general guidance for those seeking to participate in the spookier side of life and death. Tune in, get spooky. Hello and welcome to Spirit Box Radio. Ah, no, too chipper. Um, hello and welcome to Spirit Box Radio. Is that even what Madame Marie says at the beginning of the... Ah, uh, she never left a script or anything. Press to turn on Telegram, yes I know, but what do you say at the beginning? Ah, wait, no, here we go. For the first week of my absence, Sam... How ominous. Hello and welcome to Spirit Box Radio. Remember, listeners, Halloween is every day. The walls of the spirit world are always thin. They're really more like chiffon curtains, the kind that catch in the breeze, twisting, clean and comforting by the daylight, but grey and half-formed, watching you at night. What foul things lurk at the edge of your peripheries? Find out today by phoning in to Spirit Box Radio for just £15 plus your standard network rate. And that's that. I hope this is an end to the whole sorry affair, but if you still have concerns, feel free to direct them to our official Twitter, at AudioDramaDebut. I'm listening to the interns are running it this week. Anyway, cheerio.